With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the 30 from the Talking Cop. I'm usually on my own, but no, not this morning. Emmett's decided to join us. Robbie's decided to join us. It's all going to be loads of fun in the next 30 minutes. We are going to do 10 minutes on football. Then we're going to do 20 minutes nonsense, which is usually me reading out the conversation in the Telegram group, which today, I'm going to tell you, is a, there's, there's so much going on. There's literally so much going on. Like, one person tells us about an actual diagnosed phobia. Right, of a field, which is just incredible. Another person tells us how they're so afraid of this field that they run away and wash their hands anytime they see it. It's fucking insane. <laughs> but anyway, um, this one should be all right. If you have kids or you're listening back afterwards and you have kids, it may be all right. It may be not. It's up to you. I can't police you all. Right. It's up to you what you let your kids hear. But, um, as you know, this podcast, most of them are very explicit, but that's how we go. Emma, good morning. How are you? Good. Yeah. Glad yeah. to be able to join in. I was yeah. forced to take two days off work, so forced. I, I would uh, go shopping. Yeah, ah, no, you're no, allowed no, to carry you five days off. Ah, okay. So they right. made me take two. And they are going shopping. No, I went shopping yesterday. All right, okay. Cool. So yeah. you, you have to make yourself on one day. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking delighted for you, uh, Robbie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Gav. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going shopping either. No. no, I'm just gonna sit sit now and wait for this. I can't wait for this match to me. It's gonna be oh. a cracker. <laughs> uh, Garmack is in. He says, No Willie washing tips today, Gav. No, the Willie washing tips were the other day. Um we haven't got any complaints over it so far, which is excellent. Um I thought we would, but we haven't. Um if you want to know how to wash our Willie properly, yeah, it was on the show the other morning. Um ten minutes of football, here we go. Liverpool away in Belgium tonight to Union Saint Gilois. I'm being told is that's how you say it. I think that's fairly close. Um, I've we seen squad list yesterday of who's travel and stuff like that. Robbie, he can't start anybody that's gonna start on Sunday. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, not a, not a chance. But he has form, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you remember that dead dead rubber at the Champions League dead rubber we had, and then we ended up 
or whatever. It was a, it was a fairly long term injury. Jota, I think it was. Jota, yeah. Jota, yeah, yeah. We can't. Uh, you can't risk anybody. No, there's no way. Like we're on an edge. We're on a knife edge. Where in relation to injuries, I think as well. You know, especially like centre half and yeah. There's no. McCallis is probably out. You know, when when Klopp says he's out for whatever, he doesn't know exactly what's going to happen. Mm. To me, whenever Klopp says that, that means he might never play football again, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he's just retired. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Put him, put him in yeah. the bin with uh, Joel there. Yeah. But, um, so, no, you can't. And, and, and the other thing as well, you don't want to show your hand for, for Sunday either, you know? Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think he'll show his hand a little bit by the line-up tonight. But, like, you see the squad that's travelled. I think there's more than enough there, Emmett, to, to pick a team. You know, with a mix of young fellas and players that will probably be on the bench Sunday, just to give them a run. Like he hasn't brought <laughs> Allison, he hasn't brought Salah, he hasn't brought Trent. There's another couple he hasn't brought either. Um, Salah, Van Virgil, Dijk. Allison, Trent, McAllister, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, like, so what's what's the back what's the back for? And like, he'll, at play, least... he'll play Kelleher and goal. <coughs> yeah. You all agreed on that? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think he'll play... I think he'll play... Bradley right back? He might do, yeah. And I think he'll do Gomez, Kwanzaa, centre-half. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I would... That's what you would hope to see. That's what I'm hoping to see. Yeah. And then you one know, of the young you know, lads, either Chambers or... Um, the other lad that come on at left-back in one of the European Mc- games at Anfield as well. Not Mc- McConnell, is it? No, um, Scanlon. Yeah, I think you yeah. play him left back. Um, I think you play Chambers over Scanlon. Yeah, well, one of them, one of them at left yeah, back. We're yeah. all agreed on that. Yeah, I, I'm delighted yeah. we we're getting into this team and getting out of the way. I love it. Um, <laughs> midfield, I think Jones will play. I think okay. Elliot will play, and he, he has might... to throw Endo in then to the six, doesn't he? Really. No, we just play Jones there. So who else? Whoever the young fellas can play a six. Jones, Elliot, and the the other lad that comes on. He's come on a couple of times, very near the end of games. You know, Gordon, uh, no, no. Ah, so I'll, I'll list them out to you. So there's Chambers, Pitaluga, obviously as a keeper. Scanlon, Gordon, Doak, McConnell, Kelleher, Kumas, Quanta, Hill, Bradley, McConnell. Uh, McConnell's the centre, the centre midfielder. Yeah, put him in with Jones and Eddie. And then up front, Doak. I think he might start a player up there. Um, I actually think he might start the newness. I, I was going to say, he'll probably start the one that maybe doesn't start against United, which I probably think will be Nunes because I think he'll start Gakbo against United. Yeah. So Doak, Nunes, and Kumas up front. There you go. Have you. Have, 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 and if, and if any of the, if any, send it on to him. I'll email him. What's happened? But for me, like that, that's like people are going. Oh no, he's brought these players. This is why he said it on the pitch the other night at the thing. He was delighted that he he has a game on Thursday that he doesn't have to worry about or doesn't have to win. Like make the most of it. Like right, it's quarter to six, quarter to seven when we play them over there, right? I think it's quarter to seven when we play them over there, right? By the time that game finished on, you could literally be back in, in Liverpool at 2 a.m., right? Mm, yeah. And then that's into Friday morning. And they make a, they make a Friday morning off in for the afternoon. 
and then in Saturday and then playing Sunday. So <coughs> United played on Tuesday. United have two days over us here. Do you know what I mean? And regardless of who they have or don't have, Liverpool have to make sure that they're absolutely primed for Sunday. So that means you take advantage of where, what you've done in the group and you go out and pull all the umphas out. That's what you do. You well, I, I, was actually looking at, I was looking at it to see if there's anybody else he could have possibly left behind. Yeah. Like, I would have, like, literally send over the, the umphas. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but you see, but you see, the, the thing is, you bring... Does it have you, to be a certain amount from list A and a certain amount from list B? Maybe, you know? maybe you have to bring a certain amount, name a certain amount on the squad that were actually registered. Maybe oh, that's yeah. the case. But... There's no problem just putting all the the, the force teamers, as you would call them, a load of them on the bench and making five subs after an hour, 70, whatever, and just giving them 20 minutes of run out just to, you know, get some something in their legs for travelling to Belgium and back. Um, yeah. But are we all in agreement here that we go as weak as possible? Not as weak, but we go as the least amount of force team players as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. The thing to come out of this is no injuries, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, just no just injuries and some experience of playing in Europe for the Uflis. Well, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kev says if Union win, they qualify out of the group or the com or go into the conference. So obviously, this, it's in the balance, isn't it? For um, for the other three, not for us, but for the other three, there is. Um, that's why so I knew that. It, so I know that it's, it's happened in the Premier League, and the FA have kind of spoke to clubs about playing extremely weak in teams but Union like you said beating us has an, a massive impact on what happens with the other pair and Union mm. are we sure that there's no way that we're going to be hauled over hot coals no. or sent it out no 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 no, no. Uh, no hold on hold on a minute hold on a minute if you're in this group and you lose seven players or eight force team players to injury and illness and you put out all them young fellas, are they going to haul you over the coals for it? Well, no, because you've lost them to injury or illness. We've yeah. actively decided, yeah, we're just going to stick. But to but this is what the but the whole thing about this is it it's what suits you. It's not what yeah, suits anyone right. else. That's your. I'm, I'm delighted. I'm just I'm just no, saying it has a massive. That's all, impact it's, it's all bollocks. And the Premier and, and I've seen that before. The Premier League giving out about you know or putting this out. If you're registered in that 25 or you're under 21, you can play whoever you fucking like. Liverpool could go out and play their 23s every week in the Premier League if they wanted. And no one can open that mouth to them. They're registered to play for Liverpool Football Club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know Like, I don't know, like, like, Liverpool have got themselves in this position. They've every right to name whoever the fuck they like once they're registered tonight. And I think Klopp, I'm hoping Klopp has gone, this is me 11. This is me five subs that I'd like to use at the weekend. I'm going to use none of them or very little, especially maybe a little bit of the subs tonight. And um, we get in and we get out and on we go. And the lads are training at home anyway. And, you know, we're playing there tonight and the lads are in training at, at the accent. Oh, well, Garrett, Garrett makes a point there about the Champions League as well. City played the run that 12s the other night. Yeah, well, there you go. And no one opens them out. It's only if you get beaten. That, that's a problem but anyway give us a score prediction before we move on Robbie uh, three all well, I'm, I'm going to go just, I haven't a clue three all let's go yeah. three all I'm going to go I'm, I think Liverpool win 2-1 Emma well I was going to say 2-1 as well but we can't pick the same score so we'll go 3-1 great news for the Okay, nobody said we couldn't pick the same score 
Just oh, that, that, was, that was the rule before, wasn't it? No, no. <laughs> when we were doing predictions. Oh, no, that's just, that no, you get called boring. You just you can still do All it. Right, you okay. just get called boring. It's not. Just, just give it a good game, something to watch. And that's, you know, <coughs> something to watch a quarter six while you're having your dinner. Exactly, yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's all good. Uh, Garmack reckons 2-1, Elliot and Gakpo. Um, uh, the second football thing we want to talk about, and the last, let's be honest about it, is I think United are playing bleeding. Playing possum, as Jim Ross from the WWE used to say, um, because I went on to Sky Sports yesterday. Um, I don't know what time it was yesterday. I had a nightmare yesterday. But I went on yesterday, and they were reading it like it was bleeding, you know, they'd no team left. And I was like, this isn't, like, where did he come from with this? This fella's out, he's out, he's out, he's unlikely to play. And I was like, this is all waffle, right? Absolute waffle. So I went into their game from the night before, and I looked at it. And I said to myself, hold on a minute. One, two, three, four of them out through illness. Four of them are doubtful for that game against Bayern. And I'm like, there's six or seven, eight players that could absolutely back on Sunday. Robbie, is this, you know, Sky kind of looking going, these could get bleeding battered here. So let's start making a few excuses here um, because our big game at the weekend could be absolutely carnage. Or... Are, are they out? Because I, I don't they're think they not, are. Not, no, they're not out. No, of course they're not. Like, I mean, even when United were in their, in their pomp, you know, Friday night, before they play us, it was the usual headline, Rio Ferdinand, major do for match this weekend. It's yeah. the same. So even when they were good, now that they're, can I, I don't want to really say anything until, you know, Sunday, you know, I think. Not a shy. Yeah, well, you said it, Gav, I didn't, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no, even, even though they're, 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 they're shy, they are, even though they're shy now, there's no way, of course, of course they're not all injured or whatever. Or, the other, the other thing I'm thinking is they could all, they could all be as, as a, I nearly swore there, they they could all be as as uh, cowardly. All oh, right, uh, they could all be as cowardly as their, their their great captain as well, and are feigning. Oh, I have tonsillitis, or I have a bad toe, or you know. Yeah. There's a big there's a malaise in that club, and they're they're uh, as Joy as he used to say, they're more, they don't have moral courage. Bill, yeah. Bill. Uh, you know, uh, everything was everything ends with Bill, isn't it? When you do, when yeah. you do that, when you do, yours, you don't be everything just ends with Bill. Yeah, I'm one of lovely man, Bill O'Hare. He was. I had him a few times. I had him a few times, and when I drove a taxi, lovely, lovely man. Go on, anyway, right, yeah. And that's good to know. It's good when you when you hear things like that. But uh, no, I just don't know. Wait, you see what they put out in the pitch versus what they're saying is injured. You know, right? Cost enough. No, I don't think so either. So just just as a as, as a matter of interest, right? Onan is in goal at the weekend or, or on the other night, right? Yeah, he'll play. Delah was right back. He'll play. Yeah, Maguire, I don't think he'll play. Looked like he was well. I from what I'm told, he looked like he was yeah. in a jocker, right? Um, Varane played and come on come off after eighty. He'll play, right? Shaw came off and was looking to come off for a couple of minutes before he half time and. Maybe, maybe he doesn't play, right? McTominay will play. Amrabat's available. Fernandez is suspended, fair enough. Anthony is ready. Hoyland is ready. Garnacho is ready, right? So then you have Evans was on the bench and come on, he's available. Wan-Bissaka was on the bench and come on, available. Yaman Palestri, available. Manu, 
who's a really good player, by the way, the young from Mayno that you have, um, yeah. available, right? Uh, you have your man, Mebry. Is that your man Hannibal that when he kicked people, Gary Neville thought he was Pele? I think it might be. Um, <laughs> he's available. Um, you have Regulon is available. A couple of young lads were on the bench. Now, Martial was doubtful with an illness. He'll be okay. Casemiro won't be okay. Eriksen, on my list of here, has a few days away from being fit. He could be available. Martinez, Lissandra Mart- Martinez says... He's trained all week, apparently. Mid-January 24, my abscess. Right? But you're saying he's trained all week. I think you might be talking about Lindelof. No. Right, Martinez okay, anyway. Training all week. Anyway, okay, we don't know about him. Rashford, ill. He'll be fine. Mount, calf injury. Doubtful for the game against Bayern. He'll be okay. Malassia, not in. Lindelof, injured. Doubtful. So he'll be okay. So when you look at all the players there, the only ones you can really say will definitely not play against us is Casemiro and possibly Harry Maguire. Yeah. And, and Fernandez. Fernandez because he's, he's suspended. Yeah. So where did he get all these from? Like, th- there's nothing there to say that these are all these players. No, that doesn't bother me whether they're all available or not. Liverpool apply yeah. themselves on Sunday to win the game. But, like, it was like a wake on fucking Sky Sports. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, what are they going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And then I seen a clip of Tim Sherwood, like, Tim, looks like they've an awful lot of players out here. What can you not do with the weekend? Well, I tell you. These younglers, they'll fight for the badge. And he was nearly crying. It was like, Jesus Christ. He must hate Liverpool because he was nearly crying, right? And and I was like, well, hold on. When, and just on a Liverpool point of view, when we had all these injuries a couple of years ago, people were like, well, what do you want us to do? What happens? Just go out and play. Yeah, well, as yeah. we're using 21 different, for, uh, you know, centre-back partnerships, we've, we've sent the midfielders. We've wingers playing a centre-back. Now, what do you want us to do? With you? Like, they've never done that for Liverpool. But it was really now. But anyway, just quickly on it. Are they spoofing us or not, Emma? Yeah. Yeah. 100% they are. And it doesn't matter. They could say that they're all fit. They're the fittest they've ever been. We're still going to go out and spank them. Right. So I hope they're all fit. And actually, do you know what? Rissin Fernandez. Let him play as well. Yeah, exactly. Let him play as well. Put him through it. Yeah. I was was talking to Dunner the other night on one of the shows. Me and him were having a lovely chat about um, Chelsea and the, the issues there. And we got on to United and he went, Gav, they're fucking awful. He said, I'll tell you something, he said, they'd be better off bringing back Andy Cole and Dwight York at the age they are now and sticking them up front. <laughs> Honest to Jesus, he said, I, they are abysmal. Robbie, I think they're definitely spoofing us. I think you're going to see, if I was to name United's team for the weekend, I think it'll be Onana, I think it'll be um, Wambasaka, Varane, uh, Lindelof, it'll be um, Delo at left-back, he will play Amrabah. He'll play McTominay. Yeah. Um, in that too. And then I think he'll play Garnacho. He'll play Fidget Spinner Boy. What's his name? Anthony. Anthony. Um, he'll play Garnacho and Thing with uh, Rashford behind Hoyland. That's what he'll play. I don't think it matters who he plays, though. No, but I'm just saying. Like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, he has done some stra- just... He's done some strange things in the past few weeks with games, like with players that are fit to play, and he's playing like Johnny Evans, or he's playing Shaw at centre-back when you've got a perfectly fit centre-back. So yes, yeah, and he's left Varane out for ages and then brought him in, yeah, didn't right. he? And Varane's probably looking, oh, I'm coming into this shite now. 
You know, I mean, you're only doing it because you've no fucking centre backs left. Um, but look, God knows what he's going to do. I mean, he he knows back of his head. He's thinking if we get spanked here, I'm gone. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I, Major I, I on him. yeah, and and you see the thing is, I I think he might actually come out and just go loads of them behind the ball. Like people yeah. are going, oh, you know, like this this player can hurt you, and they they have players that can hurt you. There's no doubt about it. But you have to remember, Anthony and Garnacho, right? Ganacho's, I think Ganacho's a real talent, right? But they have to remember, it's not like they're standing up the other end, of, up United's attacking end of the pitch, and we've left two centre halves back. They have to chase yeah. Simakas and, and Alexander. They have to go back with them, and getting out is the problem. Your man Hoyland has loads of pace, but I think like you'd be looking for a two centre halves just gobble him up. Do you know what I mean? Just keep winning the ball back off him and keep playing. Liverpool need to go out and apply themselves. I keep saying it, but I can, I can, I can still see. A situation where Liverpool are either level on 80 or 3 0 up out of 15. I could genuinely say what I think could happen. Robbie, um, they are going to put out a team that will be absolutely, you know, all names that you, that you recognise. There's not going to be any yeah. surprises there. But um, are you sticking to just go out and beat them? Yeah, I mean, as in, like, who we're going to play or in. No, just Liverpool, whoever Liverpool put out on that pitch, just go out and beat them. Yeah, I mean, any team, any, any, the four, the only, the, the, the thing you expect from a, a Liverpool team, who, who, whoever's playing at Anfield is, you know, they're going to fight and they're going to fight like dogs and they're going to apply themselves as, 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 as best they can. And I think whatever team we put out there on, on, on Sunday, if, if, we, if once we apply ourselves and play to the best of our ability, we beat them, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have any doubts, do you know? Yeah, I think um, I think the we, fact that like I actually think that the fact that going into this game where we're heavy favourites, right? You sometimes you get a bit mm. of complacency from a crowd, but I don't think you're going to get that on Sunday. I think you're going to get a crowd going and going, "We want to maul this," so the crowd yeah. are just instead of sitting there yeah. going, "We we'll just beat them," you know, this is run of the mill. I think the crowd are going to go in and be like, "It's like going to be feral." Where it's just going yeah. to be absolutely go and eat these alive. <clears throat> I want them eating alive yeah. for 90 to 100 minutes, whatever it takes. And I want them to come off that pitch as if they've never seen anything like it. Um, because plus you got an extra 7,000 feral supporters, hopefully yeah, as well. Do you know what I was thinking? You know? So an extra 7,000 because the, the attendance dropped to 50,000, didn't it? Um, yeah, it dropped a bit. Yeah, yeah. it dropped a bit because yeah. of the works going on. So it was down at yeah. 50. Now there's 57. So yeah. what empty seats are going to be in that stand? To make it bring us sixty one, I I think it, so. There's only four tests because the capacity is only going to be sixty one. So yeah. at the at the uh, test event the other night, it looked like the first ten rows or so of the upper tier weren't actually filled. It was right. just the, from the top down to around about the first ten rows. But also, I don't think the corporate is open. So I God only knows it. Yeah, there's a middly bit there. Yeah, okay. Like all yeah. the all the all the uh, fixtures and fittings and all that kind of stuff for the field places and all apparently aren't all finished yeah. yet. But okay. but the actual fans coming in and getting to their seats is all grand. Yeah, yeah. But, Dennis Kelly says the middle of the yeah. stand there. Yeah. No, I was just wondering. Yeah. But fifty-seven thousand United will have their usual three thousand, will they? In around that. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. um, down in the normal corner that they're in. Um, but Emma. Like I think we're all agreed on this as well. Whatever United put out, I'm just I'm just not happy with the spiel from going on out with them. But whatever United put out, <clears throat> Liverpool need to go out. The fans, the, the players, you go out and you make this the biggest game of your season, bar none, and you go out and you absolutely go at them and you hammer them. 
Big time. Look, I'm I'm fairly confident that, like you said, and like Robbie said, if we go out and apply ourselves and play our game, we beat them. I don't think we're going to see another 7-0. So people saying that it'll be 8 this time, 10 this time. You have to remember, back in the 90s, and even there was no podcast, but United fans would be having this conversation two or three days out from us going to Old Trafford. Yeah. And there's times that we went there and beat them. I'm not suggesting yeah. that they'll go and beat us, but they're not just going to come and roll over either. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's, a, it's a different game. It's like a derby and people say form goes out the window with a derby. They will try to put the wrongs of last season's right, but I think that could play into our hands. It would yeah. be perfectly honest. You saw them playing against Bourne the other it day. They afraid of their shite to go for them. It was like yeah, they got I, to a I think it all, it thought, oh, we can't go up there. Yeah, it'll all depend on the first 10 minutes. I think if Liverpool, after 10 minutes, are battering down the door and get something out of it, Anything could happen. But if United get 15, 20 into this and they're nil all and they're defending well, they're growing confidence. You know what I mean? Liverpool might be a bit. But Liverpool, in fairness to them, haven't shown the season where they panic or get frustrated. They just keep playing. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the key. Yeah. Keep playing your game. And the two centre-halves and whoever plays in the six is huge because they're the ones that have to make sure when that ball comes out that they pick it up and they distribute it again and they keep going. Um, but honestly, if Wan-Bissaka plays right back, get your money on whoever's playing left wing for Liverpool to score. That's all I'm going to say. Get, get your, that's me better the week. Um, anyway, away from the football, we just like some Telegram Chronicles because this morning it was bizarre. So I'll read some of this out as it goes. Uh, I'll get your reaction as we go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um... Straight off the bat, Robbie, um, here we go. Are you ready? Telegram Chronicles. It all started this morning at 8.48 a.m., Robbie. 8.48, Gar McDonald. Gar McDonald, sorry, he comes in and he says, he works in a hotel. He hates his fucking job, right? He never stops going there, right? Um, he got tipped 10 cents the other day when a fella bought a burger. He anyway, he says, a guy in the restaurant just ordered kippers for breakfast. The place is fucking stinking. Anyone's food ever annoy any of you, he says. People eating popcorn in any vehicle makes me want to vomit for some reason. The smell is appalling. Robbie, Kippers, 8.48 in the morning. Not a good sign. No, no. And it's, that's, that's, what if, totally ignorant to the rest of the dining, dining area, you know? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I'll have, uh, Everyone else is having their fry or whatever. I, I won't have a fry. I think, can I have some smelly fish, please? Yeah. Or do you yeah, know what you could do? If you just, I have my smoke card from the chipper last night still up in the room. <laughs> Can you just put the microwave on the table there and I'll start fucking microwaving the fuck out of it? Because loads of people in, in can, work canteens do that, don't they? They come in and open a tin of salmon and just start heating it up all over the shop. Pricks. Anyway. Not um, worse. Not worse. Not worse. We, we had somebody came in and put in falafel in the microwave in the canteen one day. But I think she had it in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking fire alarm went off. The whole building had to be evacuated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to heat up some falafel. Fuck off. Just eat it, yeah, you mad bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, here we go. Brian O'Sullivan says, can understand the kippers. The popcorn one, a bit weird, right? Because obviously, 
guards having a breakdown. Now, Brian says this. I want you to note that Brian has said this because further down this conversation, Brian calling anybody weird is one of the weirdest things I've ever fucking seen. All right. Oh, I know, Gar says. It's my issue. For some reason, it's always bugged me. As if he's sitting at home, you know, looking to the sky like he's fucking on the Angelus. You know, remember the Angelus went the bong and then people just going around. Do you remember the one where the fellow was playing pill and he's playing pill and in the Angelus, he's playing a game of pill and the bong goes off and he literally comes up from his shot and looks into the sky and God is going to say, just play the double, just play the double. Anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I don't know where, yeah, so Gar's very, you know, upset. Anyway, I kind of get that there is a, there is a bang off popcorn. In fairness, there is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It's yeah. never, it's never put me like no. I wouldn't be as enraged as Gary is if someone was eating in in my car. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Look, we we move on to the popcorn because there's loads more to come, right? What about popcorn in the cinema? Says Brian. Now Brian mounts a massive defense of the cinema later on, but um, he's asking like, what about popcorn in the cinema? It's not a vehicle. The cinema is fucking huge. But anyway, Gar gets into it. That's grand, he says. No issues there. Oh, you eat popcorn myself, he says. But just not in vehicles. All right. Um, just put a clothes peg on your nose while you're eating it to avoid the smell, says Brian. So, yeah, going down the road with a clothes peg on your face um, while you're driving and trying to eat popcorn is definitely the way out of this. My, uh, my thing would be don't fucking buy popcorn until you're in the pictures. Don't buy it while you're in your car. Anyway, um, it's not the smell while I'm eating. It's just when everyone else is. Now you're on the stage where you're on the Lewis with a peg on your face. Uh, or the bus, because someone's opened a bag of popcorn on their way to work. So it's gone out of hand here. I'm going to say, um, Brian comes up with a solution. Right, lads. No one else can have popcorn but Gar from now on. So no one's allowed to eat popcorn anymore. Just Gar. Now I jumped in. Because as soon as you mentioned food and smells and things, I said, egg, mayo, anything. And people that eat peanut butter to excess should be on a register. I may have gone a bit farther, but I stand by it. Egg, mayo, and anything, I'm not fucking having a bar about. And people that eat uh, peanut butter to excess should be on a register. I don't care what anyone fucking says. It's I a love egg, mayo. Also, I said, slurping tea with food in your mouth, you're a scumbag. Have I gone a bit farther? Eh... <laughs> Bit fair on the on the egg mayo thing, yeah. Right. I, I'm okay. a fan, yeah. So right. put me on that. But uh anyone anyone slurping tea, anyone eating with their mouth open, that does my head in. No, do you ever see someone they're, they're eating toast and you put toast on they're chomping uh, on the toast and they slurp the tea into their mouth. Ah, like, uh, yeah. stuff. And then they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking. And you're, you're some people the say that that's their favourite thing, a bite of toast and a drop of tea. Yeah, I know, actually, but, the, but that's, fair enough, that's fair enough, oh, Emma, but don't, don't, don't be fucking telling me about the match the night before at the same time, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> or how your missus is wrecking your head while you're sitting there. Oh, anyway. It takes a massive turn here, Robbie. I'm going to be honest. And I'm pointing this towards you because Emmett's seen most of this. Probably Brian comes back. Now, remember, Brian has called people weird. I want that noted again. Probably my <laughs> biggest phobia. Or one of my bright, brightest fears. I don't know if brightest is the right word. Biggest I suppose I suppose is mayonnaise and coleslaw. Now, when I got to mayonnaise and coleslaw, I thought to myself, yeah, what are you mixing the two of them for? Because one of them has mayonnaise in it really you know what I mean when you look at it you think yeah. anyway he says the smell of coleslaw and mayo actually makes me sick I'm terrified of it 
any of it near me, I'll run. And if it gets on me hands or anything, fuck me. I have to sprint to the nearest sink to wash me hands like a madman. So hold on I, a minute. Does, does has he not got a problem? As you said, has he not got a problem with may- mayonnaise on its own and coleslaw on their own? Only when he just hates both of them. Hates the both of them. All right. Hates the smell okay. of both of them. And if they get near him, like if I get it on my hands or anything, are people throwing it at you? Because if you don't like this stuff, you wouldn't go near it. Are people chasing you? Is that people chasing Brian around his farm in Kilkenny going, here, come here and I'll show you this mayonnaise I got. Here's some of the mayonnaise I've left over from earlier. Would you like some, Brian? And they were stuck to their own hands. Brian goes fucking rasher if he this must, goes near him, right? He must be able to go 20, 24, sir, fucking 40, no. it's around, you know, in bills. Is yeah, when the, when, the, when the buffet comes out with a 24, yeah. Brian just goes in and sits on the toilet <laughs> with, his, with his two fingers in his ears for about a half an hour till he knows all mayonnaise. And then what happens is he sends his, he sends one of his relations out to check that all mayonnaise has been cleared from the vicinity before Brian makes a massive appearance from the Jacks to go to the bar and get himself another point. That's how I think it is. Anyway, that, well, just bring a peg with you. Or and a, pair, a pair of shades. A pair of marigolds with you everywhere you go. Just wandering around Wednesday with marigolds on. Um, Dan Bailey comes in and says, fairness, kipper for breakfast is a bit extreme. Um, Can Kevo I just point Sullivan, out that Gar, obviously, he, he runs the hotel, doesn't he? Ah, he I don't know what Take he does. Take them think. off the fucking menu. No, I think he's a receptionist <laughs> or something. He wouldn't have that say up there. He, mad. he wouldn't have that pull. Uh, Kev says, Kev O'Sullivan, on the back of Brian's massive... Uh, like thing about mayonnaise is okay in fairness that's the strangest thing i've ever seen in here and there's stiff fucking competition right <laughs> now gar mcdonald uh gar mcdonald sorry comes back hits back at brian um and i think it's becoming a bit of a contest but gar mac gar mac says my sister-in-law has an actual diagnosed phobia of custard <laughs> hey <laughs> she can't even be near it without being physically uncomfortable. <laughs> now, now, hold on a minute, right? So, uh, uh, amazing, right? Gavin Walsh comes in and says, I know, I, oh no, sorry, I came in and said, I have a bit of an issue here, lads and ladies, and this is a genuine issue. Depending who serves me on the local deli counter dictates what I order because they make an absolute bollocks of some of the stuff, right? What should I do? Because honestly, <coughs> I uh, you order a certain thing and it comes back and you're like, I can't even eat that. And but you know, the easy you just go for the easier option, you know, put a couple, put a couple of sausages yeah. on a roll there. Will you get me the fuck out of here? Um, but I asked that question. Um, we'll come back to that. I know a girl who puts Maltesers on her popcorn at the cinema and she loves it. Says Gavin, I have massive, massive issues with this as well. Um, Brian comes back, he tries to defend himself. He's back in the dock, he puts his hand on the Bible, he swears to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the fucking truth. And here it is. I know, Kev, I'm a weird one now, to be fair. Actually terrified of Mayo and coleslaw. I have a thing where I have, like, food trauma, it gets worse. He he doesn't, instead of just going, listen, I'm a bit weird, leave me alone. Listen, can you just Almost help down. me? Like, understand me. He, he double trebles down, right? He brings his family into it. He brings death. He brings obituaries. He brings the law. When you hear this, Robbie, he says, I've also a thing where I like, ha- have, like, food trauma. If, so if something happens... Very bad to me. I won't eat that food I was eating at the time or the food I associated with that person. Okay? Oye, when I was five, I used to go to me granny's for eggs and sausages nearly every day. Sounds nice. 
She died when I was five. Unfortunately. I didn't eat a sausage for about five years. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't eat an egg till I was 17. Right? <laughs> I, I, I really hope, I really hope Brian like, isn't upset with this, but it's amazing. <laughs> Last year, something happened that wasn't good either, and the store fry I was eating that night hasn't been, has been able to touch it or look at it since. So, what the fuck is going on? Like, I want to know what happened. Right, so no, that's yeah. that's personal. I don't want to know what happened. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, if like, let's be honest. Like, if if Brian's eating a sandwich and Liverpool lose, lose he's a big cup final. Does he just not eat bread forever? You know what I mean? He's, he just goes straight to the fridge and fucks the butter in the bin. No one in this house is eating butter again. I can't. It'll be about 17 years until we can have butter. Right? So anyway, this this is what happened, right? Um, but then, like, uh, we get back to the Gar McDonald thing about is, is the actual diagnosed phobia of custard. Um my wife loves mayo and, and coleslaw, says Brian. Like, just, it really fucking, you know, like, not only do I hate this stuff, but another person in the world loves it, and I happen to live her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why when Brian met this woman, he didn't say to her, what, what's your feelings on coleslaw yeah. and mayo? Love them. <laughs> Fuck off, missus, will you? I'm out of here. I'm flannel right? sheets. Yeah, I'm out of here. Before we start. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, Right, uh, on the Maltesers and chocolate thing, uh, Maltesers and popcorn, Brian says, that's very normal. I do that with minstrels, though. Fuck off, minstrels. <laughs> right, you need about bleeding eight bags of minstrels to get enough into the bag of popcorn. There's nothing in them. Um, uh, uh, Brian O'Sullivan said, there's been ads for Maltesers, putting, putting Maltesers and popcorn, there's been ads for them. And I was like, no, there hasn't. You're making this up. Anyway, uh, Kev O'Sullivan says, getting the breakfast roll or chicken roll right is a must. Kev is very strict on the, on the, on the breakfast roll or chicken roll. He told us down to the last crumb what he got in the fucking deli yesterday, by the way. Uh, if, if the wrong person is there, on your toes is the only answer. You cannot drop standards, right? Kev, like a fucking UEFA A licensed coach walking in going, standards do not fucking drop in this deli. I'm gone, right? Um, Come on, people. I challenge Gar, I challenge Gar and I say, a diagnosed phobia of custard, would you ever fuck off? Right? <laughs> um, anyway, this goes on, this goes on. I said, it's appalling. Mixing chocolate with popcorn, go away. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. All right. Um, it continues on, it continues on. I ask about the ads. Brian O'Sullivan comes back. I remember as a young lad. I'm presuming before he was five, before he was fucking traumatized <laughs> about sausages and other stuff, he says. Um, Seeing ads in the cinema from Maltesers and the lad on the ad was throwing them into his popcorn. Jesus, every time I go to the cinema, I do it now. And so do most people there when I see them. So there's obviously, in the cinema Brian goes to, what happens is, before the lights go down, they go, okay, everybody, have you got your popcorn, your Maltesers ready? And go. And everybody throws them in and then the lights go down and they bring on Die Hard 3. Um, wherever they're watching. I don't know what it is. What happens if it's if it's a fucking horror or something and Brian suddenly... Gets frightened. That's the end of his popcorn. Maltesers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forever. Yeah. When when the hour gets more than that, when the gets more than that film, Brian just picks up everyone's popcorn and goes, "Right, that's it. No popcorn <laughs> for seventeen years, and it's just a pile of popcorn down in the corner, and and everyone's going, Jesus Christ, your man's a bit bleeding extreme, isn't he?'" <laughs> um, Emma then comes in. 
because Emma solves stuff. He says, I think I've solved the daily problem. I call the contents out in order of how I want them on the roll and don't call out the next ingredient until the last one is on it. Now, now let me just, let me just stop you there, right? You would look like a fucking pleb doing that. What would you like? I don't care. Butter. I get the right roll, don't I? And then the butter goes on. I suggest, right? And no. then the sausage is gone. Bacon. And then like, your woman's like, this fella is fucking weird. Um, so I'll tell you what it is, right? So, right. ordering a roll. So, my roll is, and you're not going to like this, Robbie might like it. I like egg mayonnaise, ham, red onion, and a bit of grated cheese, right? right. But you go on and you, you order it, you say, yeah, egg mayonnaise, blah, blah. And then she puts the egg mayonnaise on, then puts the ham on over it, then puts the onion, and then puts the cheese. So, what is the cheese and the onion sticking to? The ham goes on first, the egg mayo goes on second, so then when you throw the onion on, it gets stuck in the egg mayonnaise and the cheese as well. And then when they fold it over, it stays on the roll. When you put the egg mayo on first... I'd argue, I'd argue, I'd argue onion, cheese, egg mayo, and then ham on top. Yeah, once it doesn't go on top of the ham, and then when you open it, it just all falls off. Yeah. It has to go on in a certain order. Yeah, but all I'm saying is you're standing there like, eggs, egg mayonnaise, and then when you get on... Cheers. And then they're all looking, is that what you want now? And just standing there, no, no. And then no. she puts the cheese on. Onions. You Put know? the cheese on. <laughs> yeah. You have that the wrong way around. <laughs> no, I actually haven't done it. So what happened the other day? This girl, right, she was in a rush. It was a big queue. Yeah. And well, well over the 30, like by the way. Like you well. said, sausages and pudding. And she cut into the roll, but she cut in too far so that the top and the bottom came apart. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do here? Because yeah. that's disaster. Do you ever notice when they say to you, well, I cut that in half yet? And you go, yeah. And then what they do is they cut it about 80 20, 80 20. 80 20. And then when you go, when you take it out of the roll, it's not even cut through. She's just made a little mark in the roll. And you're trying to pull the thing apart because she's gone so far, you have to go the rest. And you're like, cut it in half, me bollocks. Anyway, um, let me see. Gar says, Gar is fuming at cinemas. He just hates. Um, any sort of establishment, including the one he walks in. He says, I haven't been to the cinema in ages. Now, where do you hear this for an overreaction? Maybe because it now costs 670 euros for me, herself, and the two kids to go. What the fuck is he buying? Did you buy a season ticket? He in the fucking box? What's going on? Anyway, um, Gavin Mulch came in and says, Fact. If, oh, this because Brian had said the best way to watch films is is in the cinema. Fact. A few hours in the cinema with kids is a few hours well spent, in my opinion. Great crack. Relax, Gaff. Your missus is on watching. He definitely got any brownie points. He definitely has a yeah, kid. He's definitely well, going to sleep. And what he does is he ties two strings, one to both kids, <laughs> on his arm. And if the fucking his arm gets pulled, he knows the kids are trying to get away, and that wakes him up. I know where he is, right? <clears throat> um, let me see, Brian O'Sullivan. Uh, Brian says then, Brian, like, you know, as if he goes to the Cannes Film Festival every year, says, also, <laughs> movies are made to be watched in the cinema, like Oppenheimer, watching that at home for the first time, does it no justice. Um, it's made to be watched uh, in the, on the big screen with a proper sound system. All right, relax. Brian uh, definitely had, like, a Pioneer CD fucking stereo in his, in his first car. Uh, anyway, um, Emma then can't get away from the deli. Even though he sounds like an absolute spasmo, stand there ordering that roll a minute ago. He says, Delhi workers that judge you on your order, I let rip. 
or the lad in centre on Thomas Street one afternoon. Relax. You have to let me tell that story. I said, hey, Jesus, Emma having a bleeding seven or over a ham roll. What's going on? <laughs> Go on, tell us your story. Well, Miles so always told me, Miles, well keep I going. I used to live and work near Thomas Street, so I used to go up to the centre. And this fella behind the counter literally thought he was fucking Tom Cruise out a cocktail. People ordering their rolls and he's flipping the rolls around. Like, like you're making rolls, pal, right? So yeah. Handling the chicken and felt ordered, like it was caviar. Like. <laughs> this is before I came up with the just ordered them one ingredient at a time. So, and people will probably judge me now, but I wanted tuna, chicken and bacon on a roll, right? And he actually makes, he goes like this. And at this stage, I had me fill of deli workers and I said, I'm not asking you to fucking eat it. Just bleed and make it. Like. And he was like, oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? Oh, you, 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 you're just a wanker. Because I tell you what I was thinking this, right? And, and I, you're a good friend and all, but I think you're a bit of a wanker, right? Because all I've listened to all, all week about on you, off you is, fellas on delis, you just go rasher at, right? Fucking giving out the hotel staff, phone companies, fucking gas and electricity, getting fucking refunds. Oh, I get this back on the It's always said about the Irish, they're not, they're, they're too nice to complain. Well, I'm not. If it's not right, you complain. You, get, yeah. you have to get what you're paying for. All right. Um, but anyway, did he make it? <laughs> oh, there's another one. Can I have another one? Oh, go on then. <laughs> people that, people where, so let's say, English isn't their first language, right? Yeah. So you're at the deli. And the two, the two girls are sitting, whatever behind the counter, yeah. like and get you ready with the red something. button there, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> they, they order, you order something, and then they talk to each other like they've been speaking in English, but then they talk to each other in say Polish or Romanian, whatever it is they're speaking in Spanish, whatever, and then start laughing, and you're just standing there feeling. They're fucking talking about me. Do you know what I do? I this is the fella laugh. with the tuna chicken and the ham yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's wondering why people aren't why people are sniggering at him. Um, do you know what you should do then? At the next thing that happens, laugh out loud with them, just as loud <laughs> yeah. as you can. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep yeah. pointing at them and going nodding and pointing at them, and then they won't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, um, it quietens down a bit. Then it quietens down a bit. Uh, but uh, Gary McDonald. Like in Annika Rice uh, style says, oh, I lived on the Clonliffe Road from 2002 to 2005. <laughs> like if you went onto Wikipedia and typed in Gar McDonald, it would have a list of homes and what years he was there, right? And there was a little shop with a deli on the Drunkhondra Road and they made your breakfast roll fresh when you ordered it. You'd have to wait about 10 minutes or so. Well, obviously, they're making a fresh... Not Declan's, is it? Or... or or so, while it cooked from scratch. But Jesus, it was water. It's like a homestead ad, isn't it? Ah, stop. Homestead, like... homestead. That's what, <laughs> like, you know what, that's what I was ringing in my head. Own, own pops in late, late. Now, 10.02 a.m., we're literally on the show and he says this. He says, my wife asked to get her fried eggs with cheese and taco sauce in a wrap before. Needless to say, needless to say, I never show my face in that deli again. <laughs> Shocking, says Gary MacDonald. Grounds for divorce, says Owen. <laughs> Once I got sausages in it, so I wouldn't look like a total maniac and took out the sausages and wrapped it back up when <laughs> he was giving them back to her. Um, oh, brilliant. So that has been the Telegram Chronicles for this morning. What have we learned? Gar hates his job. Um, it's a wanker. And <coughs> Brian's just fucking weird. And um, yeah, Owen Bork, the, the, the thing he does, the things he does for the woman he loves, 
It's it's absolutely phenomenal gear. Um, as I always say, if you're offended in any way by this, especially if I've read out your message and you're offended, what can we do? There's no going back now. It's out there. Um, that was the Telegram Chronicles, another cracker in my opinion, for this uh, Thursday morning. Thanks a million to Emma. Thanks a million to Robbie. Thanks a million to everyone in the chat. If you're in the chat, hit the like button if you're in. Um, as you remember, we need to know how many people are watching this live. That would be perfect. If you're listening back on the download and you want more of this um, and you want to get it live and you want to interact, you can become a member for $3.99 a month. And it is getting you between 25 and 30 shows a month as it goes at the moment. It was a cracker. You know, Liverpool are going to win tonight. Liverpool are going to win on Sunday. And... Um, yeah, jeez, the next time you're in a deli, just have a little t- think about this conversation and um, you'll probably just walk out of the shop. You'll just go, listen, I haven't, I just haven't got it. I haven't, I haven't got the minerals to be going through this deli <laughs> stuff any, any more. That has been, uh, the 46, um, instead of the 30 today, but I've enjoyed every single minute of it over and out. Podcast Network.